with American Songwriter, we had the opportunity to talk to Josh Olson over Zoom video. You might recognize Josh from The X Factor. He was actually on the show with his twin brother, Josh and Jeremiah Olson. They're the ones Britney Spears told to wake her up every morning. She'd love it if they woke her up every morning. <laughs> After The X Factor, the twin brothers kind of found their own paths. Josh pursued music, moved to Los Angeles. He just released his debut EP, The Beginning of the End. So check that out. Check him out on TikTok. He's huge on there. Josh Olson Music. And check out the video with myself and Josh on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're Bringing It Backwards with Josh Olson. Thank you so much for doing this. Really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. It's my pleasure. Cool, cool. Yeah, so our podcast is about your journey in music and how you got to where you are now. Um, I did see that you uh, were on the X Factor. We can talk about that if you're cool with that. And of course, yeah. your, new, your new record. Awesome. Yeah, everything's an open book. So yeah. <laughs> right on, man. Well, tell me, where'd you grow up? So I grew up in Texas, really small town called Brenham. If you've ever had Bluebell ice cream, that's there. I have. Yeah. Really? So that's oh, no. originated. You are from there? I am from Dude, okay. So it was like a year ago, over a year ago now, because COVID is like a whole year I forgot about. So it was like two years ago. Uh, yeah. My family, we went, we just took a trip to Houston to just check it out for, I don't know, at random. And we drove to Austin and we drove through there and stopped at the Bluebell uh, factory and got ice cream and, and took pictures and did their little tour. It was yeah. awesome. <laughs> that's, like, that's like when you live in Brenham as a kid, that's like the first field trip you go on at school is the Bluebell factory. Oh, really? Yeah, they have like the first like ice cream uh, truck out in the front too. You can take a picture with. It's yeah. rad. That's so cool. How funny that you grew up there. That's awesome. <laughs> grew up there all of my, pretty much all of my life. When I was 21, I moved to Austin. Okay. And uh, I, I lived in Austin for about six years before I moved to LA. Okay. Five years. Wow. Um, one more qu uh, quick note on the the Bell, the Blue Bell Factory. They're, they've got like a huge baseball thing in there. What What's the tie to baseball? Is it big in the area? I wish I could, I wish I could tell you. Oh, you don't know? Yeah, it's like the, the know. you know, like the bottom floor of like the before you go upstairs where like the ice cream is. There, there's I, all this baseball memorabilia. You know, I haven't been on the tour in so long, <laughs> but, but it's fresh in my mind. Fresh in your mind. You probably know more about it than I. <laughs> that's funny but yeah i didn't know it was bizarre i'm like oh there's all this baseball stuff in here but anyway yeah. so you grew up there how'd you get into music so my mother was a singer songwriter so she still oh. is uh but that's we, awesome you know I, I grew up kind of in her concerts and in studios and so that's kind of what made me kind of want to do it okay would she tour in and everything or was it more yeah she was touring i mean she did not not quite at the scale that i that i want to do it but she was touring around locally and she kind of gave up her music career to kind of raise me and my brothers and sisters she has five kids so oh, wow and i know you're a twin right what uh, you, your twin brother yep i'm a twin um started doing music with my twin brother oh that's how it all started huh that's how it all started yeah okay I grew up, we we grew up doing it together and uh, we're touring around Texas and kind of the surrounding areas. We did the X Factor together. Um, 
And yeah, he ended up kind of deciding that he wanted to kind of have a little bit more of a simple life and have the family and kids. And I was like, that isn't for me. <laughs> I'm moving to LA to go for it. So that is awesome. So you did the, the band with your brother for a while. Were you guys, was it just the two of you playing and putting out, like, did you have a band name and everything? Yeah, but the band name was called The Adamant. And, okay. Uh, yeah, kind of. People would always confuse it with Adam Ant. They're like, oh, sure. Like yeah. Adam Ant is playing Adam here tonight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but it was called The Adam Ant. And we released one record. The, the record was done by my dad, who's a sound engineer. So he kind of produced. Oh, wow. Us, produced so you have a fully musical family then, huh? Fully musical family. Yeah. Everybody That's rad. Were you able? So did he teach you how to record and everything? A little bit, but I was always the person who like I liked the creating aspect of it. I wasn't so technical. Uh -huh. I've gotten a little bit better, but like, yeah, I left that to him. Okay, okay. I did see a video you posted, like your most recent video on on your Instagram, where you were playing p piano doing the Louis Cavaldi cover, which is awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, was in, uh, piano the first instrument you learned to play? Piano was definitely the first interest, uh, first instrument I started to learn. And I, I took piano lessons when I was younger and I begged my mother to, to let me stop because I got, I got bored with it at around like every kid, <laughs> yeah, like every kid. And I stopped for a while and it wasn't until probably like maybe around the end of high school that I started picking it back up again. And uh, I've been playing it ever since. What, did you play, did you drop the, the piano for guitar or? Did you no. replace it? You just stopped playing. <laughs> I just like, stopped an playing. Instrument? I think, yeah, I stopped playing, and I wish I wish I would have con continued doing it because I probably would be a lot better than I am. Well, you're uh, good now, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> well, with that, like, so you stopped playing. How old were you when you gave up the piano? Uh, I was about maybe ten or eleven. Okay. Uh, and then from there, you just didn't, you weren't pursuing music at all or I, I, like, I was pursuing it, but I was just singing, singing, just was singing. My primary okay. focus. So my brother played the acoustic guitar and so did my mother. So anytime we'd go out, a lot of times they would, they would play and I would just sing. Oh, okay. Does your brother sing also, or was he just a guitar player? Um, he was, he, he sings as well. Yeah. Um, my mom, my brother also sings. So <laughs> yeah, big singing well, family. Yeah, that's rad. Okay. Well, you, what were those? So you decided to start a band with your brother. Did you have other people like or in your high school or was yeah, it just we, two of you guys? We had friends of ours that um, played bass and it started kind of because I, I grew up in church. So my grandfather was a pastor. So we had a youth group band and then we kind of pulled in those musicians for our band and we started oh. kind of touring around with that. So that's kind of where it all started was in church. Oh, okay. I've heard this story. I've uh, other artists with a yeah. similar story with, with church. Was that your first time performing in front of people was, yeah. was church? Okay. Yeah. I think that's, I think it's pretty, it's a pretty popular story because it's, it's one of the, I mean, at least in Texas, that's one of the easiest ways to get in front of an audience. <laughs> there you go. But actually yeah. want to listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> with that, like with with the band that you guys formed, uh, you you said you played around, you did like little tours and stuff? Yeah, we did little gigs here and there. It was nothing really s too serious, but we we played a lot of Battle of the Bands. Uh, we did the, the biggest thing really that me and my brother did after kind of touring around a little bit was the X Factor. That's where we kind of took it to that that level but that's, and how, that's how tell me about that how did that happen like how did you get on the show so they they found us on youtube we do we did we we're doing a lot of youtube videos together and the producers 
found us. I guess they saw one of our YouTube videos and they, and they liked us, sent us a message. And really our first, our first um, audition was in front of the celebrity judges. So we, <laughs> we walked up and, and normally you have like several rounds of like smaller interviews before you go in front of the celebrity judges. But that was our first um, audition was in front of that audience and the, and the judges. So it was, it was definitely a, a, a good experience, but it was like a little bit of a culture shock for us too. Oh, I'm sure. With with, tell me about getting that message. That must have been like, is this real? Like, <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. You it, know, it was, at the time, we really didn't know what to expect, and we didn't even necessarily at the time know that we were that was going to be our first audition. So we we figured, okay, well, this is just the first audition of many before we get to go in front of the judges. So we were we were really excited about it, but. Um, we didn't really know what to expect. It was our first time ever doing a show. Did they like take you to LA or like what? So the, our audition, actually they came to Austin, Texas. So oh, okay. we got to just stay, stay in our city. Stay locally. That's cool. Yeah. And then even the celebrity, you sit in front of the celebrity judges, everybody was there. Yeah. Everybody was there. Was that, did you know going there that you were going to, be right in front of the celebrities or did you think you well, were doing right, that? they told us like maybe a couple days before we went that that was going to be that that audition but um yeah up until like a couple days before we didn't know who we were going to be auditioning for wow what what season did, were you on or like, it was the second judges? season it was the season that britney was on oh okay wow <laughs> that's rad yeah were you, was that like were you I mean, from playing in churches and, and maybe smaller gigs, was it like mind blowing to play in front of? It was mind blowing. It definitely, it definitely was. It was our, our first time. I mean, it, we kind of had a little bit of getting used to playing in front of larger, larger audiences when we were, um, cause we were playing in like a mega church in Austin's of about around 6,000 people. So we had, we had already kind of had the practice of being in front oh, of larger, okay. larger crowds. So then when we went on there, I think the, the hardest, most, I think the hardest thing is when you're being judged and you know, you're being judged, <laughs> right? <laughs> Always the, the hardest thing for any artist is to, you know, perform in that type of setting. Uh -huh. So that was definitely nerve wracking. Yeah. But 6,000 people were in the churches that you, that you played. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so, yeah, big church. Jeez. Okay. Well, yeah, and I saw you guys made it pretty far, didn't you? In X Factor, we did. We made it to the top forty. That's um, huge. Yeah, and it was it was really amazing. Um, I think I, I think going into it, we kind of thought that it was going to be a really big primary focus on like our music. And I think what got a lot of the publicity on it was Brittany telling us that she wanted us to wake her up in the morning, and so that ran <laughs> over and over and over again. And we're like, well, play our song longer. We want. <laughs> You're right, right. <laughs> but I'll take I'll I'll take a job waking you up every morning. <laughs> we'll wake you up, Brittany. It's okay. Yeah, that's cool. So they found you on YouTube, and and from yeah. there you did the show. Um, after the show, what did that open a bunch of doors for you? It did. Um, there there was a lot of stuff that was kind of in the works of us doing it, but I think me and my brother were a little bit disconnected after the show. We were just. I think what it got really real after the show where it was like, okay, this is, let's, let's make the next moves. Maybe we need to move to LA. Maybe we, and I was kind of pulling him along to come for the ride with me. And I don't think it's really what he wanted to do. And so that at that point 
he was in a relationship and that was getting more serious. And we just kind of split ways at that time. So all of the momentum that we built with that show kind of got lost because <laughs> he was not really on the same page. <laughs> yeah. Did they know you as a band, you think? And then going off on as a solo artist or well, they, did they know they you knew, as the Olsen brothers or? Yeah, they knew us by our names, Josh and Jeremiah. Okay. Um, but it's, you know, it's just different when, when once you kind of break off and especially because I was doing music for so many years with them, it kind of, it took me a little bit of time to kind of find myself without my twin brother and kind of figure out who, who, who is Josh Olson without Jeremiah. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of these last five years. That's what I've been doing, kind of defining who I am as an artist. Mm -hmm. And was that difficult to, to, to branch out on, on your own? so difficult um yeah because it, i mean my identity was so wrapped up in this the other person. Yeah. yeah and um so but but it was such a big growth for me because it it, it caused me to be very uncomfortable mm -hmm. and i ended up moving away from from my brother and my family and everybody that i knew and and, and made the trip out to la and um yeah it, it really forced me to grow grow myself as an artist and, and get better at piano and get better at vocals and whatever I needed to do to really make it on my own. Sure, sure. And when you got to LA, did you have a network of people due to the show or no? It was a Not at all. ground up. Like, you have to start ground over. Up. Um, <laughs> I didn't know anybody. I knew one person when I moved out here and she was a friend of mine. I stayed, I stayed with her for a little while um, and kind of tried to you know, get things going, get a job and figure out how I was going to like survive in LA <laughs> while trying to pursue my music. Yeah. And how did you, how were you able to do that? I know that's a question a lot of people I'm well, sure have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I started kind of out here in real estate. That's really how I kind of got oh. my start able to pay my bills while I was doing music. And um, it was probably about two or three years into me being here in LA that I finally found somebody that was like, we want to invest in your music. We want to invest in you. And for the last, I guess, year and a half now, I've been completely full-time music. And so that's been, been amazing to be able to have the funds to, to put back into my music and also just, you know, do what I love. Sure. That's yeah, that's amazing. Um, yeah. Were you playing out locally from prior to the past couple of years? Or were you just trying mm -hmm. to do open mics or anything? You can yeah, I was I did a little a few few local shows out here in, in L.A. But um, I think I think the main thing that I had been doing the last year was recording music videos and just recording my um, all my original music for this EP that I just released. Oh, OK. And so when because you just released the EP. When was it recorded? Was this all I'm this trying was, to timeline you pandemically? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So this was a year prior to the pandemic. So okay. <laughs> I, I recorded it all in, I guess, yeah, all in 2019 mm -hmm. mainly. Okay. And then, um, yeah, then released it during the worst possible time in the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you do at that point? You yeah. know, you're kind of stuck. But uh, with that, like, did you, when you finished it, like, were you able to go out and play it at all prior to the lockdown or? No, not at all. Because I, I released it right when the lockdown started. So, oh, um, sure. So really it's been, everything's been virtual so far. So I haven't even been able to, what sucks is I'm like, oh my God, I'm like been waiting for a year to play this music in front of people and, and out. But 
it's it's bittersweet because now I'm like stuck behind a computer screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you been like with with the pandemic? I mean, putting that record out during it, were you able to stay inspired? Were you continuing to write after that, or how does that? Oh, yeah, I'm constantly writing, and I, I mean, daily I'm I'm writing new music, and I think I think when you're going through hard times and you're going through times of struggle or whatever it is, you you write really good music. So I've definitely got some good writing in. That's good. Well, the the EP, the beginning of uh, of the end, was that your first? That's your first record as yeah. a solo artist. That's right. Wow. Yeah, first first record. And were prior to to being solo when you're playing with your brother, was it a collaborative effort as far as writing the songs, or did you write most of it and were like, here, this is kind of how it goes? Yeah, everything with my brother was always a very collaborative effort. He played the guitar, so he would come up with the chord progressions and then we'd both write melody and lyrics over the music. So is that different when you, I mean, starting a solo project, do you feel like the songs sound completely different than what you were doing before? Like, uh, it's, it's, it's absolutely uh, different from what I was doing before because I was a little bit more on the rock side with, with my twin brother. And that oh, was one, sure. of the, one of the cool things about being able to, to kind of get on my own was I finally can do exactly what I want to do um, <laughs> as an artist. There was sure. no, we would bump heads a lot constantly. Um, like, we're going to do this. No, we're going to do this. And so it's been nice to have, you know, that, that control. Yeah. Um, did you use any, did you have songs that you worked on with him that spilled over onto the EP or did you, when did you start writing the EP? So the, the EP has been, been writing in the past year. So definitely haven't used any of the music that we wrote together, but um, it was all fresh, um, freshly new music that I, wrote with, uh, co-wrote with Bart Shadell. Uh, he's a, he's a two-time Grammy nominated, um, engineer. And I contacted him on Facebook when I, when I started out writing this EP, I was like, okay, I want to find the best producer that I, that I can, you know, that will work with me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I just went onto social media and I contacted every single producer that, that I could possibly think of. And, uh, he answered me back and was wow. like, yeah. And um, so we just started, we, we, we met up for dinner, started talking about the project and he, he, was, he got on board with it and we co-wrote and produced every single song together. Oh my gosh. That's so rad. And just a cold like message on online. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. And Power up social media. I know. I've heard this too before where people are just like, yeah, I just sent a bunch of DMs and somebody was like, Hey, I'm yeah. down to work with you, but to have a Grammy nominated artist or a producer yeah. to work on the record, was yeah. it like, like, did he, what did, what did he do? Did you have like the demos done and he kind of just up the level or were you guys writing both together? No, I think, the whole I think EP? we, we, when we started out on the project, we just were like, okay, let's start fresh, you know, let's start mm -hmm. everything fresh. So we really, um, just went straight to the piano or guitar or wherever and just, you know, started from scratch. Wow. Wow. Yeah. What was the first song that you uh, wrote and released solo as a solo artist? Uh, the first song that I've ever released as a solo artist was right when I came here to, um, to LA and that was called Breathing In. Okay. And I did a music, but that was very early. That was before Bart. Yeah, uh, I, I've heard that one. And was that something that you wrote 
in LA or is that done, was all done prior to moving to LA? That, that was written in LA. Yeah. That was, that was actually written and produced. That was a track that some producers had made, made for me. And I, I wrote music and lyrics to it. Oh, cool. Yeah. And that was, that, that was right when you moved to, to LA or pretty soon mm-hmm. after you moved to LA. Yeah. That was like maybe a year or two in. And f- with, with, after releasing it, did you like, what was, did you, like, was that the effort towards what became the EP or like, yeah, I mean, it looks like there's quite a bit of time in between that song and when you put the EP out. Yeah, there, there definitely was. I think that song was the very first one. And I think any, anytime you come to LA, there's always like, you're kind of spinning your wheels in a way. And Mm -hmm. after I released that song, I was still kind of trying, that was like my first thing that I've ever released as a solo artist. So it took, it took a good like couple of years after that to where I was like, okay, this is the type of music I want to release mm-hmm. and, um, and finding Bart and kind of, you know, figuring out the right path. Yeah. To find, kind of find your sound. Yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, the record's out. It's all, do you, you said you've been working on new stuff in yeah. quarantine and like, yeah. so I've, I've had this, like, I'm curious because I've asked a couple artists the same question where like you have a, a record that you put out during all this and you haven't had a chance to go out and play it to the world and you probably have a bunch of songs ready to go again. And do you do you let that EP breathe a little bit or do you just kind of go forward and put out the next record and hope you can tour on both? both the albums what do you think i think that i mean there's no rules i guess there's no rules to what you could do but i think it's really just whenever the right songs come and whenever the right music i think you can't rush anything and you just Mm -hmm. have to go with the process of of whatever works but um i'm already in the mindset now that i'm like man it's already been a few months after the ep i'm creating all this new music i'm like I'm not even going to want to sing these songs by the time. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of where I was going. Like, are you going to be over it by the time everything's no, out? No, I think, you know what? I think I think songs as artists, we get bored of our own music because we we write all the time. And so it's, it's, I think the songs take on new life when you perform them and you see people's reactions and what they mean to them. I mean, I get messages all the time about what songs mean to certain people. And it actually has nothing to do with how I, I wrote the song, or anything, <laughs> you know, yeah. but it always means something different to somebody. So even though maybe I'm completely sick of my songs, um, you know, being able to play them out in front of people, they take on new life. Right. Yeah. Well, with that, have you been able to do, I've no, you have a bunch of videos on your Instagram of you playing. Um, Have you done the live streams and how was the, were you able to play these songs and what was the feedback like? Yeah, it's been really good. I've been, uh, I'm a big TikToker now since quarantine and now I'm I'm all over. I'm I'm so late to that game. I have a 12 year old son who's like, that's, it's it's all he's doing constantly. I'm afraid to get into it because I don't want to (laughs) like just give up life and be on to just do TikTok all day. I'm addicted, but you know, it's, it's, it is really cool to, I I think compared to the other social media platforms, because it's really, it's just such a cool, diverse platform and it's really caught me. Um, So I've been doing a lot of lives on that and, I mean, I don't know, just kind of growing my fan base on there. And it's it's just, I don't know, I, I like it more than any other platform. Really? And with, with like, do you enjoy like having people use your soundbite? Like, is that something that's happening? That must be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. People like dancing or reacting to, mm-hmm. to, your, to your music. 
Yeah, no, it's so cool. I mean, and that's what's great about TikTok is they have that that uh, feature on there where people can use your sounds. And so, yeah, all my music is on there and it's cool to see see people using it. That's awesome. That's really awesome. But um, what's the reaction like on the, on the songs when you go live? Are a lot of people like commenting? I know yeah. I've heard people where it gets weird where... I don't know about, I haven't heard anyone going live on TikTok. I was, I didn't know that's a thing, but that's awesome that you, that yeah. you're the first person that tell, told me that, um, yeah. where they'll play and then you're like, the song's over and then it's like 15 seconds and then it's like, yay. Or you'd see the emojis come up or whatever. Like, lives are always like that. It's always <laughs> weird on lives. Cause you're like in a fishbowl and you're like, definitely my first few lives. It's like the most awkward thing ever. <laughs> I was going to ask. Yeah. Was it weird the first couple of times you were doing it? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I've been doing it enough now that it's like, I, it's just kind of, I've got my stride in it, but, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it definitely was awkward the first few times. Cause you're like waiting for people's reaction. And maybe some days you have, especially when you start, it's like, you have five people watching you. <laughs> right. Right. But I mean, but yeah, that obviously grows. And yeah. with that, like for, for your, um, like, do you mainly, cause I noticed that you've, you put out quite a few videos. I mean, do you usually do covers or is it like kind of a both back and forth or is, how do you, how do you, are you saying that? it in my live streams? Do I do both? Yeah. 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 And your live streams. Yeah. My live streams, I, I, I like to incorporate covers, but I do a lot of my originals too. I'm always promoting the, that's the, I mean, for artists now we can't do live shows. So the only way that I'm able to really promote it is by, by playing it on lives. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I know. It's hopefully that will end soon. <laughs> it's an interesting time we're in. Yeah, definitely. But it looks like you're capitalizing on it. I mean, being able to, like you said in the in the Lewis Capaldi one, you said like you've been getting requests for that. Are you seeing a lot of people asking you for certain songs? Yeah, because when you do a cover, and especially on TikTok, uh, it's just like you do one, and then in the comments, it's just like sing this, sing this, please sing this. I want to hear you sing this. So um, I try to if I like, I always try when I'm picking out songs like. Obviously, I want to like the song, but I try to make the fans happy, too. Yeah. How, is, that, is that like a fine line? Like, do you find songs that the fans are requesting and you're, you choose one that you actually like? Or do you have songs that you're going to do anyway? Yeah. I, if I can't do the song justice, then I'm not going to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> if I feel like I can do a good job on it, then I'm like, OK, I'll sing that. But if I'm like, no, nope, I, I can't. I don't think I can do that justice. I'm not going to touch it. <laughs> yeah. You did justice for the Lewis Capaldi. I, I listened to that one right before we saw, started talking and Thank nailed you. it, man. It's, it's crazy how much your voice carries like his and he's, yeah, it, yeah. it sounds great, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, what's next? You got music that you're writing and recording, but you have the album out. Like what do you, what do you have coming up? So next is just, I, I'm, I'm hoping that we can, do another music video off of this EP. I want to choose one of the songs and do another music video. Um, and then I, and I want to plan some type of live virtual concert. So something with a band um, as much as, as much as it's not as good as a live show, it, it'd still be something that's uh, better than nothing. <laughs> sure. Sure. You talked so, about a music video. Uh, the video, you do have a video for sex with the stranger and uh, bad things. Do you uh -huh. did, were those videos shot during, the quarantine yeah so those were shot right before quarantine oh, okay. um yeah so they so i actually released um sex with a stranger and bad things as singles before that before the ep came out mm -hmm. so i did music videos for both of those 
Uh, okay. Before, and then you're going to choose one and do another video yeah. off of the remaining tracks. Rad. Do you have a concept or an idea yet? Not yet. Not yet. Um, there's definitely, I, I think I won't say I love you is probably the one that will do a video for you. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, we'll see. I, with the last two videos, the, um, the producers kind of took the lead on those, those concepts. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to let whoever's, you know, if I don't call myself a producer when it comes to music videos. So I'm like, I'm going to let you guys, oh, you guys go for it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I obviously I put my input in, but, um, I trust, I trust the experts. Yeah. That's, that's smart. <laughs> they did you justice on the first two. So <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. Well, dude, thank you so much, Josh, for talking with me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it, it it's Adam, right? Adam. Yeah. It might've said Sean on the invite because my brother-in-law was, I had a, I've had three surgeries on my neck and my throat, um, oh, recently. So he was coming in quite a bit and taking over. So not to jar people, we put his name, but now oh. people are getting confused. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad that the surgeries went well. Appreciate it. Yeah. It's I'm all right. I just got a huge scar here and then a huge one back here, but oh, it's all wow. good. <laughs> battle wound, but it's all right. Um, I have one more question for you. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Um, yeah. I mean, I think for any artist that I would tell starting out is to, once you find yourself, trust yourself and, you know, you're going to have a lot of people telling you who you should be uh, and just be yourself no matter what. Um, find out who you are and stick to it.